Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hello, my name is Emmanuel. Hey, what's up? My name is Michael. And you are listening to the Class Prefect. Are you ready? And you know, I've been told I look manageable. Like, I'm not ugly. <laughs> Think like a man acts like a Nigerian. <laughs> anyway. The Class Prefect. That was such a dead end. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Wait. No, because I was shook that we both said that same time. I was like, what the fuck is happening? So... We're talking about soulmates today. Yes. And when I like, I was thinking of a topic to choose, and I just thought like it's in the month of February, something about Valentine's Day, that just like different. Yeah. And then I started watching uh, the Tinder Swindler and inventing Anna, and I was like, okay, let's talk about soulmates. <laughs> and I don't know how the link is made. But can you guys hear me? Just to check. Okay, thank you. So, soulmates, what is your definition of a soulmate, Debbie? Well, I don't have a definition. I have like a description. Yeah, but it's okay. Your okay. description. Um, I, think, I think a soulmate is somebody who you have, who you have a large or a huge percentage of similarities with. And those similarities allow you to be comfortable around each other, to care for each other, to mm-hmm. look out for each other, to trust each other. Um, and so that sort of creates a bond between, between you and whoever this person is. That's who I think a soulmate is. Okay, that sounds okay. That's a good, good roundup definition. Okay, do you feel like we have... Like, do you, do you feel like your soulmate is solely a romantic individual? No, 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 or is no. It no? no. So, so even with romance, mm. yeah, I don't think that there's, forgive me, but this is what I, I genuinely believe. I don't think that there's one person for someone. That's I what, think poly, polyamory? No, what not that. that. Okay. I think that in different phases of our lives, mm. because of the kind of person that we are and who, as we morph, we, we become, mm-hmm. we're going to be drawn to different, different kinds of people, people along okay along our journey. So I don't believe that there's the one person for the one thing. Mm -hmm. So obviously, similarly, I don't believe that we have just one soulmate or soulmates are restricted to romantic, um, romantic conversations, romantic feelings. Okay. So the dictionary definition of a soulmate, which is close to what you said, is a person ideally suited to another as a close friend or romantic partner. There we go. So basically, it could be your best friend. It yeah. could be your lover. It could be, you know... It could be anyone. Somebody you just met. It could be anyone. I've definitely met one of my soulmates already. Mm-hmm. Already. Like just how many do you, do you think you've met? Just one. I mean, at different stages, I probably met a few people. Mm-hmm. And we had close enough ties for us to be that. Well, I'm a very picky person, mm. so I choose not to put that tag on them. However, okay. <laughs> there is the one person who is a friend of mine, mm. not romantic in any way. Mm. We're friends, and we understand each other on such a deep level that we sort of like feel a sense of protectiveness over each other that you would naturally find with siblings. You would naturally find with siblings that like each other. Okay. <laughs> Let yeah, me put it that way. That yeah, mm-hmm. and... And we and we've been friends. We've been friends for for like twelve, thirteen years now. Okay. We've been friends for that long, and and seen all the like as many stages of of versions of myself that exist. I've seen that many. In uh, the same it, person. It, yes. Okay, so that's that's definitely a soulmate. There. Yes, absolutely. But I think like if you're saying that you had to think twice about the person, then that person was not a soulmate. I agree. It just it was a. Was a a candidate. He was a like, mate. Was a mate <laughs> with no soul. Okay, so um, I think the interesting thing for me about soulmates is it's very, I look at it as something that's very almost commercialized, like, you know, in movies and the whole Disney fantasy of getting married to one person and everything. Do you feel like that concept is still 
like valid or do you think like it's an outdated? It's not. It's outdated. Thing? Well, okay. no, the the word is not outdated. Mm. I think that it is. It should be updated. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not outdated, but it needs it to be, be updated, updated. Okay. because um, you know, along along the line, um, a lot of things that we learn are are taught to us based on concepts that existed. At the time. And yes. It's best practice. It's always about best practice. It's like, what's the best, what's the best thing that, well, that the works? Best at the time, what's the thing yeah. that works at this point? And you have to be, we have to become honest enough with ourselves to say that as the world changes and people's mindsets change and, you know, just society just changes as a whole as to accepting what is normal and what we used to think was not normal just looking at it objectively and realizing that this is also normal. The fact that it's not a majority doesn't make it abnormal. Um, So, you know, just being able to look at all the different things that actually work for different people and accepting that what works for me doesn't have to work for for somebody else and what works for them is actually also still valid. Mm -hmm. You know, to me, that's what I think should happen with regards to, to... maybe like soulmates or romance or like Mm. marriage or whatever it is. I think that that's what needs to happen. People need to be honest with themselves and say like, (laughs) let's be honest, monogamy does not work for me as a person. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work for me as a person, there's no reason why I should force myself into a situation of that sort and destroy the life of somebody's innocent child. Mm -hmm. Okay, so on that note, just Mm -hmm. to deviate slightly because... Something else that we hear a lot of now is, you know, monogamy is not natural. This is X, Y, Z. And I feel like just as there might be pressure to, there's also a pressure in the other way to try and conform or act like you're, you're now so, you, you bite off more than you can chew. Because I always hear people say, oh, I can be polyamorous. And they went in the situation, they're like, actually, no, that's not what I want to do. Yes. But they feel like they have to identify that way. Um. What I'll say about that is, I think, I think, yeah, as human beings, mm-hmm. we have to be more open to changing our minds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just to what it is. Changing your mind doesn't mean that you lied. Yeah, it doesn't mean changed. that you lied. It means that you've been presented with more information. Mm-hmm. And now, based on the information that you have, okay. <laughs> you have made an In upgrade to your thoughts. Yes. Okay. So, like... You can decide. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why divorce exists in the first place. Because people think that this is who they love so much that they want to spend the rest of their lives with. Mm-hmm. And then along the line, they realize that they're growing apart because their mindsets are changing. Mm-hmm. They're probably like, somebody probably lied or deceived their way through the situation. Mm-hmm. Or they're just, they're just not as compatible as they thought they were. And they didn't have enough information to make that decision mm-hmm. before, before they, they made a commitment. So now they have to separate mm-hmm. or they have to pretend like they like each other forever if they don't believe in divorce. Okay, I think that's very, very valid point. And I think if you, if you want change, the first thing you have to do is get your PVC. <laughs> <laughs> Let's segue to the segments for your PVC sponsored by INEC. <laughs> Yes. I wish it was. I actually wish it was. No, it's not. But okay, so I think, um, so for me, the first thing that made me think differently about Soulmates was a TV show. It was Vampire Diaries. Very weird. Interesting. There was a scene when, like, I think when someone was, when Lexi and Damien, oh no, Stefan was the good one, Abby. Good. You think I remember these things? I I, I, I have no space in my brain. So Stefan and Lexi or someone were driving in the car. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you have more than one soulmate. And you have multiple soulmates in multiple lifetimes. And I was like, that's interesting. Because before then, I looked at soulmates as like in the very Disney way of like, oh, you find one person and it's like, and everything. Into the sunset. But like, that's really not the reality. It's unrealistic. Yes. But anyway, so if anyone in the audience has any comments at any time, you can just like let us know or shout them out. Um, I don't know if there's an extra mic, but we'll make it work. We'll make so it work. So has anybody in the audience found their soulmate? Or do they feel... <laughs> you, you can just wave your hand. You don't have to talk or stand up. <laughs> Look at her face. If you feel she's you like, found your she's soulmate, like, what just, is you that? Know, wave. No, nobody has no, found... No, nobody yikes. has anyone that they could identify wow. with that deeply. You have? One, okay. Two, three. No. Some? No. Not at all. <laughs> you don't like anybody that deeply. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
is deep. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's deep, but then it's not deep at the same time because yeah, it's not it's not it's not as as weighty as we as try to make it, it because a lot of times we put the pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. and you know you know there's a there's a thing that they say that when whatever you're looking for you will find yeah and, okay. I, and yeah okay. like if you think about the color red mm-hmm. if you think about the color red your eyes will automatically begin to spot red around the room if you think about the color green, your eyes will automatically begin to find the green around the room. And that's what happens with a lot of relationships where people meet people and they project their hopes of okay. what this relationship yeah. or this... I was wondering where you were going. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, so they meet people okay. and then they project mm-hmm, a thing in their head. The image of who they want that person of, to be. Yes, and okay. then they ride with that as opposed to like having realistic like... Do I, yeah, does this the person, reality of who the person exactly. is. Exactly. And I think that that is like, if you decide to make light of everything in that way, where you're just like, I might be right and I might be wrong, mm-hmm. and look at the situation, just critically look at the situation because like it could literally go anywhere. If you make everything not deep, mm-hmm. you're more likely to, you're more likely to like, see things more openly or more honestly without the without the tint, the rose-colored tint or the... Rose, yeah. Without yeah. the rose-colored tint or even rose the tint of cynicism because, mm-hmm. yeah, because sometimes you look at the situation and you're like, yeah, I don't believe this is going to work mm-hmm. and you project that, that same vibe onto it. So, I mean, if you have a contribution, I'm happy to, <laughs> to stretch the mic because I feel like you were, you were... There's a mic, there's a okay, mic here. The mic is coming. Yeah. Is it on? Help her turn the mic on. Yeah. Hey, hi. Hi. Your name, Hello. please. My name is Lucy. Lucy, Hello, hi, Lucy. And I, I know I just came in. So yes. when you were asking about having a soulmate, I was asking him if you defined what a soulmate is. Oh, yes. Oh, we did. We defined it again. That you said um, a soulmate, like you had somebody in your life for like years and years to come. And I was like, okay, I feel that personally, a soulmate is probably somebody you meet. You guys click, and that's it. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I feel. It's different from having a friend. Mm-hmm. It's like having somebody you meet, and then you guys just click, and then you move from there. Yeah. However, okay. I don't know. I okay. Like My mic okay. is off for some reason. My mic is off. I don't know what happened. Testing, testing. My mic's off. Okay. I. Yeah, it's still off. Is okay. It's back up. It's back up. Okay, so I, I'm, I'll respond to that. So when I when I was speaking about the person in my life that I I identify I've identified as a soulmate, it was after we gave the definition. This was after the definition. Yeah. Yes, we did. Oh yeah. So the definition we, we used it. was. No, that's not what I mean. What hmm? I mean is we are. We are in a relationship here. Mm-hmm. Uh, with anyone, then, with anyone, anybody can be in a relationship. Excuse and then me. I'm like, I'm your soulmate. And he's like, yeah, I'm your soulmate. Too. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how it works. Because you say you defined it. No, okay, so, so the definition of a soulmate is a person ideally, at least from the, from the dictionary, is a person okay, ideally define, suited. I, yes. I, I no, absolutely oh, not. No. no. Oh no. No, no. Yikes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So mm. I, I think I think what, what we said was someone in your life that you meet and you have enough similarities that creates an affinity between you and this person mm. and creates an understanding between you and that person mm. and creates a level of trust between you and that person that makes both of you similarly comfortable around each other. To me, that is what a soulmate is. Mm. When you, and it's not something that you see and you decide on immediately because it has to be tried and tested to be true, right? Okay. So yeah. this is the reason why I, I gave an example of this person who is in my life and has been a friend of mine for about 12 years. Obviously, on meeting, meeting him at first, it didn't, I didn't know, we were just friends. It was just like, oh, hello, hi. Exchange numbers or whatever. And we were friends for maybe seven or eight years before I, before I was... 
it's it clicked or like I thought about it. And it's not something that I'll sit down and be like, you are my exactly. soulmate. No, it is, that's, not, that's not how it works. Soulmate that's, checklist. Yeah, no. It just it's just over time you see that this person did for me. This person did yes. for me basically. Mm. Like they are looking out for me the same way I'm looking out for them. Mm. I don't have to be worried about about how I feel, how I express myself, who I am around this person. And and before you came in we said it doesn't have to be romantic as well. Yes. So please pass the mic to him. But to build off cuz she made an interesting point. I just want to put a pin if you're dating someone, right, and yeah. that person for some reason is not your soulmate, are you comfortable with them having a soulmate that's not you? I mean, my friend else? is about to get married. Okay. So, yeah. My friend is about to get married, not to and me. Not to, not to you, okay. <laughs> and we're, we're all fine. Like, mm-hmm. we, have, we all have a good relationship. When I'm dating, we all, we all hang out together. Like, we're, it's just we're all just friends. So... So I'm not asking you. Yeah. If you're dating someone and they I, had a soulmate that wasn't you. But how would you know that that was their soulmate though? What? I mean, if they, if they know, if they've come and to the realization. So that's the question I want to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we've said uh, from your definition or from what you are saying is a soulmate is someone you click with. Yes. And so what if the other person they don't click is back. not your soulmate? So <laughs> I, was waiting for, I was waiting for so that. what happened in that situation? Is it that... Uh, your own soulmate is determined by you and not them, or it's supposed to be mutual? It's a great question. It has to be mutual. It has to be mutual. Because the word is mate. Like, it has to be mutual. It has to come both ways before you can actually... Like, if, you're, if you care about somebody and you're doing things in someone's favor... And they don't do and the you, same. And, yeah, and they're not doing the same. Why would you... There's no click, even. Like, exactly. There's no click. Won't be cool in the first place. It's n- there's not even a click in the first place. So it's not necessarily like, like, it, there's a lot of people that have friends, and that's why these things people are called. That's why there's different levels of of describing these relationships. That's why there are friends. That's why there are acquaintances, and that's why there are soulmates. Because all of these things mean different things. Please, he wants the mic again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no wait. Ask the question on the mic. So you just said from your own experience that uh, this person is getting married. Yes. Right? Don't you think that will not affect the wife? Knowing fully well that both of you vibe more. How do you know we vibe more? Like there's... From your explanation, you are so... No, like if if, if someone is closer to you... No, but they don't have to be closer to me. He's not closer to me. We... We are... You have a connection. Yeah, we have a connection. Mm-hmm. We're friends. We look out for each other. So how like, deep is that? If we just... A con- yeah, but that's why I said he wasn't must deep. marry him. <laughs> I think this man wants me to marry my friend. <laughs> Let's relax. You must marry. You have no choice but to marry him. Let's relax, please. <laughs> I think we have to... When is the wedding? We are not, we're not the crushing the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a groomsman, please. And I my suit is time. ready. We have time to... We have time to... Have you watched my, my best friend's wedding? Yes. I think we have what is time. wrong with you people? We have some time. Please, let's time. relax. Hi. Hi, good okay, evening. Okay, we have another question. Hi, Regina. A question slash comment. So when I got in and I heard soulmate, immediately I recalled because I don't like the attachment you put into exactly. in Nigeria, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would rather... Who watches Grey's Anatomy here? We, on occasion. Mm-hmm. My and person. Meredith was still dating Derek. Christina had work and the old thing. So having someone that you count as very important and the person also being, or rather, you also being important to the person doesn't mean you can't have other relationships that are just as feeling. Thank you. And the space the person feels is different. The same way you love your mom, you love your wife. But the love is not the same. It's different. Wait, wait. No, the love is not, not the same. And that's why soulmate itself, that word, I don't really like it. I just rather, you're my person, you're my boo, you are my this person as well. Mm. So you define what that is for you and you ensure that the other people in that relationship are also aware that oh, I have a best friend and he is important to me and I have a wife and ensure that everyone knows each other. And you're not yes, you ha- it's your mm. responsibility to manage the relationships, the relationships of the people you. around you. Yeah. And if you manage it properly, you will not have the, the problem that you're envisaging is not going to come up because, mm. yes, because like, you can't tell me that you cannot maintain a relationship with a female human being. You as a person. Yeah, I mean, what? 
Yeah. No, no, no. What? So does, does your wife have no male friends? No, so would your wife be able to it's have It's unrealistic for you to have a spouse or yes. a partner who does like not I'm... have a friend of the opposite sex. It's unrealistic. Come on. This is 2022. And that would be very disturbing if you're that controlling. I'm screaming. <laughs> I would be disturbed. I would be disturbed. I, I think his issue. I think that what he's trying to say is that you must mm-hmm. marry your soulmate. Uh, that's what he's implying. Well, 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 yes. How many you marry? And you're implying it. Please give him the mic. Thank you. So I'm not implying that you should marry your soulmate. If you <laughs> eventually marry your soulmate, that's fine. Good on you. So I'm looking at it from the angle of. Me and you will understand that we are just soulmates, right? Mm-hmm. So this person now that I'm about to get married to, mm-hmm. she doesn't have that same understanding. Yes. Doesn't it cause a problem? But but that's what we were. I don't that's think what we should. Exactly. But that's what we spoke about. Not everybody understands where, the same where it's way your responsibility you to manage mm-hmm. your relationship. Yes, sure. Oh. Okay. So I'm engaged. They're doing COVID cleaning. I'm engaged. Yeah. Yay! Congrats. <laughs> I have best friends and I have three male best friends and we have a group yes. and I'm more likely to tell my best friend I love you, hey boo, whatever, whatever than my fiancé and when... We, my man is disturbed. I'm giving you like my own scenario and mm-hmm. one of the things I did at the beginning was whenever he's coming to see me I tell him, hey, what's up? Oh, we're done talking, right? I'm going to see Nathaniel and he drops me there he meets with them. He understood the relationship right from the beginning. Before, yes. Exactly. So it wasn't, I didn't drop it on him three years into the relationship. I said, Uh-oh. these are my people. No. Oops. From the beginning, we came as a package deal. Yes. And he still understands, or rather, you, right now he understands that if he needs me, I would, if I don't have anything really important or like life threatening, I would leave them for him. So you have to ensure that everyone understands their place and their importance. And you find balance. And you find balance. And yes, that's so. It's your place, their place as well, to respect mm. boundaries. Yes. So it's not on you alone. The people in the relationship to have to respect boundaries. So your female bestie soulmate has to know her also, place. Exactly. And yes. Your wife mm. also has to understand. She has her to know place. her place. Yes. So she can't be je- getting jealous of your bestie. Like why? You've, you've seen this for okay. the past three. We have. We have. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You you nailed it. Beautiful. I don't put. even need to add anything. We have another uh, another comment or question in the back. I hope the mic can reach you. It's a reach. Okay. Hi, good evening, everybody. Hi, good evening. So, um, I understand that you can probably, in this context of the way a soulmate is used, that you can probably have a soulmate before you're getting married. But by the time you're getting married, there are certain boundaries that need to be drawn. And I think that you need to allow some relationships to starve so other relationships can feed and grow. Yes. And I, and I think that's the boundary that needs to be made with respect to mm. oh, calling someone a soulmate. Whatever you want to call them, yes, you can have a deep friendship and a deep tie with someone. But by the time you are getting to a marriage situation, you have to let some... I think you have to let some things go for sake of this relationship that you are coming into because it's deeper. And if you're taking it along with other people and other things with you, you are welcoming other things in that situation that you are not probably going to be prepared for down the line. Yeah. So that's my thought and idea to it. Okay. Yeah, um, um, let sense, me, yeah, actually. let me make a, I'm going to just make a comment about that. So when we were saying you need to establish and maintain boundaries, that's this this exactly what we're talking about when you're when uh, when you get into a relationship with someone um a romantic relationship with someone you come you and everything that that you were before you met that person you come as a unit as a package Mm -hmm. if you get if you come into that relationship because it's a romantic and sexual relationship it's important for everybody else that came with you to understand that this person is a priority in this regard of my life. Everybody that is your person should and would understand and would fall in line if they actually genuinely fit into the space of a, of a soulmate. Now, the second thing I will say about, uh, um, as a comment to that is, you know, we're talking about it, um, but 
it's not like you go around every day saying, hey, soulmate. <laughs> like it doesn't like it doesn't come up in conversation so it's Absolutely. it's not in the way it's not something that you you say repeatedly enough mm. for it to become irritating to, day, yeah. to to this person that you're dating or you're, you're with it's just an understanding that this is my person in life and i i like this person will look out for me and i will look out for this person mm. it's not even it's not much deeper than that it's knowing that there are people in my life that i care about as much as i would care about my family if I love my sister and I will go all out for my sister and I'll mm -hmm. take care of my sister, whether this person in my life is be, just because a person has a vagina does not mean that <laughs> it does not mean that anything sexual has to happen. It's literally just this. I'm a man and this person is my sister. Now I've, chosen to adopt this person into my family as a part of my life, as one of the people that I love and care about and trust and and, and that's, just, that's just it. It's as simple as taking somebody as someone else's sister. Now, the human factor exists where people don't know their boundaries and people sometimes talk smack and people will make mistakes. But it's how you decide to deal with it that's important. It's, it's the maturity in, in talking to your partner and communicating with your partner and saying, these are certain things that I don't like that happen with this, with this person that you're really close to. And being able to assure that person or reassure that person and make them understand mm. what needs to be done and find out from them what things would help them feel better about being in that situation and what things you can do to make to make those those other people in your life who are a part of your life still understand the value or importance of the friendship that you have because the truth is that you need those people in your life no matter what because a marriage can break up a friendship can break up Anything can break up, but the people that ride for you will always ride for you. Whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're on the moon, whatever it is. One of the things that one of the things that's very important to me in life is finding my people. I think that that's one of the things that everybody should like. Isn't it, it, not necessarily be top of mind per se, but like it's one of the things that 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 we need to embrace more as africans because what happens with us is that we grow up in our family units we go to school we we just pick up a lot of people along the way that we call friends but when a push comes to shove those people are not really your friends yeah. being able to identify the ones that really ride for you treating them with priority being there for them as much as they are for you and carrying those people along in life is what i think um sort of like completes the life of a person having your the, the the romantic aspect of your life in place having the family aspect of your life in place and having mm -hmm. friends that are solid enough so that all of these things connect and and you're a full you're a full human yeah. being that's a great great i'm point. sorry great I, I became preachy sorry well i think it's important because even like what you said when people try to make like their partner everything like you're my friend you're my but like it's one so person dangerous. can't be everything for you because if something happens, you're like totally yeah. It's so dangerous. Got it. Okay, but now I have a question. So you said that you don't you don't immediately know who your soulmate is. Yeah, it takes what, a while. What's the window of time? Because I feel like you might just be like, how do you go from good friends to like soulmates? What Man, changes it? I think it's experiences. It's the things that you experience together. Mm -hmm. I think this is what I think. Um, and many of them are lows. Many of them <laughs> will be, they will be lows. Um, the people that are there for you at your lowest, the people that, that believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. There are the people that will stand up, that will hold you to make sure that you stand mm -hmm. to get to where you need to go to. Those are the people that care for you. And you can't find out from 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 one, from, yeah, yeah. From one, one hour of hanging mm -hmm. out. You because that's you know that's a lot of that's what happens to a lot of people where they There's disappoint exactly themselves. You meet someone and you're like, are you my soulmate? I blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no. it has. You have to go through a bunch. You have to go through a bunch of experiences, mm -hmm. and then the clarity will come. It's not. It's not magical. It, it's gonna come to you one day. It's not like you walk around thinking, ha ha, today who's gonna be my soulmate? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the day I find my soulmate? Mm -hmm. it, that's not how it happens. It's just life experiences and. And you, I mean, you fall out, you, you fight with them, you make up, you, you, you have your highs, you have your lows, you will, you will have to negotiate your friendships mm -hmm. and tell them these are the things that 
that I don't mess with. These are the things that are, and it's just like every other relationship. It grows until it becomes, it becomes clear to you that this is my person. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer okay. using this as my person. This, this is, your, is what your, I, your this, your because person. that's what I say on a regular day. I don't say like soulmate. A heavy, like you said, like a heavy yeah. weight to it. It's weighty, mm-hmm. but it's really not. <laughs> your person, okay. But so, in the modern age that we are in now, yeah. where a lot of dating and interactions happen over like social media or text or dating applications, um, we have very unique situations like Mr. Simon, the <laughs> Tinder swindler, who, who had many soulmates, apparently, um, and used one to fund the other. But in those kinds of situations, right? Because you also did say that the term is a bit, needs to be updated. Yes. So in the modern like era that we're in now, do you feel like, okay, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, so is, that, what, is that 30 plus problem? <laughs> I'm not 30 plus yet. But what I'm trying to say is, if, let's say, for example, you meet someone, yeah. you think they're your soulmate, yeah. you go through all these things, and then they happen to be Simon. Like, what happens after that to you? Um, do you feel? You move on. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. dust yourself off and try again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's literally there's no formula. Like heartbreak, but, but heartbreak will come. Like yeah. how you move forward with other people. It does. It does no? affect how you move forward with other people. I've <laughs> I've been single for four years mm-hmm. or more. Because, and it's not even a Simon situation. It was just that we grew apart. Like, what do you mean? You're dating, but you're single. No, I'm saying I was in a relationship and then it ended. And since then, I've been single for For four four years. years. And we grew apart, but then the, the, the manner or the ways in which we grew and the way this person morphed into like, a completely different version of, Mm. of who I know. And I can't, I can't even say, let me see if I can explain this properly. Okay. To give context. Okay. I can't even say that there was not enough time because we we were together for, please don't scream. We're together for seven years. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had enough time to know each to other. Know, mm. We knew each other. We were great together. We were engaged. Like oh, okay. we had already reached the bus stop okay. <laughs> before. Like, I think, you know, as a person, when, as you're growing, Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's important for the person that you're with to to be cognizant of the fact that you're that both people well. in the relationship are growing mm-hmm. and and to keep up. So we didn't keep up with each other. It's not one person's fault or the other person's fault. Mm-hmm. We didn't keep up with each other. And then when it got to the point where we had to face this thing that was now like a problem that we were dr- drifting apart. Um, one person was ready to deal with it and one person was not. Wow, okay. So that was what, that was what caused the end. So obviously, like, it's going to affect how I, like, it affected how I feel about relationships because I'm just mm-hmm. like, if I don't know, if I've been with someone for seven years and I don't know them, then who do I really, who do I really know? Mm-hmm. Do you get? And you literally, quite literally, have to put yourself in situations that will heal you, which is where your people come in. Because if you don't have those people as a support system around you to talk you through these situations and be there for you, then what happens if I've secluded myself after a seven-year relationship? Where am I supposed to start from? Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? But then you, you have your people. They rally around you. They take care of you emotionally. And then you find your way back. You find your way back to, to trusting, believing, and loving again. Oof. That's... Mm. <laughs> Thank you. you she hug? she has a question, please. She said we deserve the big hall. That's what okay. she said. <laughs> Who has a Thank question? you. Um, where's the mic, please? Okay. Mm. Yeah. Is it on? Boop, boop, boop. Also, yeah, I'm moving okay, closer. So I was having that conversation with someone, I think, last week. I can't really about, hear you properly. Let's say, for example, when you met me, I was like this. Yes. Mm. And then I saw you like this as well. And then one day you decided to, of course, growth is part of life. Yes. But you decided to grow and you didn't give me enough time to catch, catch up. up. And you expect me to, this is where I am now. Like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who's that for? Because, dude, I saw you like this. I liked you like this. 
now it's time to become this. Somebody and you expect else. me to just mm-hmm. be good to with automatically this. switch. Do you get? And it's like, who's right? And do you have a duty to try to keep up or catch mm-hmm. up with that person mm-hmm. or stand your ground and be like, this isn't who I met. This is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. So, so like, I think that's, that's such an interesting I think, question. I think, I think that question, think, uh, that question is literally what's ended yeah, <laughs> my okay. relationship. I, I think also the thing is that with the advent of Twitter and the internet <laughs> now, like I, I love that everybody on Twitter has the perfect relationship, everything, everything. Until it ends. Until it ends. <laughs> Um, and I think and one of you the hear things everything. that people, because if you look at your parents or if you ask most older people, people change ju- during the duration of a marriage. Drastically. The person you were at 25 is not you at 50. So part of being married or being married or being in a relationship is fixing or like adjusting to the changes. I think they want us to dance. <laughs> dance break. To the changes in the volume of the music. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So part of the struggle of marriage or being in a relationship is adjusting to people as they change and making the decision whether you can stay with that change or not. Right. Because you, you kind of have to be a bit, I, I a don't bit say selfish. selfish. Like that word has like a bad It has a bad it. connotation and, and it, it doesn't, really, it's, you it's have not to really like bad. Because like, if Sometimes you cannot if if you if you feel like this new person is not someone you can deal with, you yeah. kind of have to leave. Yes, and it's scary, and it makes you like be like, why do you why do you want to get to know someone when it might end this way? But I think yeah. that's the risk that you have to take being in that position. It's it's a human risk. It's just that's just human. That's just reality, and that's just humanity. Unfortunately, I was. Unfortunately, growing at a very rapid pace. And it was because of the experiences that I was dealing with along my career path. It was changing me very drastically. I was becoming, I was, I was a completely different person. He was also experiencing changes. And it was as a result of, it was, it was, it was as a result of family changes happening within the family health changes it was things that were happening mm. in every in, in both our lives so even though we had our lives together we had our individual lives and those things are the things that make you change along the line and then um i think obviously like when you're younger you don't you're we're not always the best with expressing expressing ourselves as things are happening so a lot of times and especially the words yeah and especially for women Mm -hmm. especially for women african women i'm going to say we were raised more like in into a life of servitude so to speak so you are you're raised in your home to be good for other people so if you're a good sister then you're a good person if you're a good daughter you're a good person like so we were raised into into that version. So we sort of like enter every space and look for that little pocket and try to be good for the person that we're with. And what happens is that if you don't, if you're not careful, you begin to, you lose yourself gradually. And then if you have a strong enough personality, it sort of snaps at some point mm-hmm. and you're like, hang on, I don't, like, this no. is not who I want to be. Exactly. And then it becomes a problem. So for okay. me, I got to a point where I had to start to talk. I never used to express myself. I used to just be like, you know what, it's cool. And go move to the next. You know what, it's cool. And then I had to start talking. I had to be like, listen, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. This is, this is something that you've picked up along the line that I didn't call out when I should have called it out. But I actually don't like this. I don't like that. And I don't like that. And it... It had to be a negotiation, but in this negotiation, I was will I was more willing to I was more willing to to morph than he was willing to to morph. And the version of himself that he was was just not the version that I wanted to be with anymore. Oh, and much. and so I had to I had to say sorry. Bye. <laughs> that kind of like reminds me of like insecure minus the cheating with Isa and oh there was that as well boy oh, yeah. oh yikes oops sorry <laughs> so moving on swiftly from that 
Yeah, that, 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 swiftly. that was not the foundational <laughs> issue. Think about the fact. Think about the fact that the cheating was not the foundational issue it that destroyed it. It was one of, of the bad things. Oh, oh, yikes. Yeah. Well, we're going to move away from that quickly. <laughs> so another type of soulmate relationship, also seen in Insecure, is friendship, right? Yes. And I think the season before the last of Insecure, when Molly and Issa had their fights. And the whole, first of all, is anybody in this room like Team Isa? In that, that's most unfortunate for you <laughs> because Isa was a brat. But we'll more on that later. Wow, so Isa, she team, was a to, brat. To Team Molly and others who are here in the room. But yeah, so I, I think it's very interesting because the older you get, right, the more you realize that the dynamics of friendship are ve- can be very weird, and the more you realize, like, you don't really know, like, you're not taught how to fight with your friends, in a way. Yes. You're not even taught how to fight, generally. Mm-hmm. So I we mean, just go... Some people are taught how to fight, yeah. So, in... Destroy, destroy, destroy. So, in your experience with, like, someone who is a friend, as opposed to a lover, and this person is your soulmate, what happens when you guys, like, fall out, or has it happened, like, or, like, how how is that experience? Everywhere is katana. How is that experience? So we've had we've had many major fights. Mm -hmm. We've even had a semi-physical fight. Okay. Um, and what happens is that um you you just you have to be grown up. Mm -hmm. There's no other way to put it. You have to be you have to be grown up enough to want to talk about it. This is why I say, like, you know, there are some fights that are like the end. There's a fight that when you when that fight happens is the end. But there are some fights that there's a way back. There's a way back from. If you're fighting with somebody and they take out all their ammunition and put it in you, that's not your person. Mm. Because your person will still experience a feeling that will make them want to protect you even if you're fighting. Oh, this is this is from my experience. Mm-hmm. I'm no expert on this. <laughs> <laughs> I am no expert. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking solely from experience. Every fight that we've had has been vicious because I am a, I'm wicked when I'm angry. Like I'm very wicked. <laughs> However, um we we um we're both we're both grown. Mm. Um so Sometimes we won't speak to each other for like two weeks or three weeks. And it's because of a stupid fight. And one day, you just call me and be like, stop being a dickhead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And this will be the beginning of the conversation that will lead to that. And what that don't be a dickhead means is we should talk about this. And then we sit down and we talk and we draw we draw another boundary because that's really what fights are. It's mm. about people crossing boundaries that were not no, expressed, moving. Mm. that were not really expressed. And if you express your boundary to someone and they constantly cross that boundary and keep doing the wrong thing, that's clearly not, that's not your person because mm. your person will care about how you feel in a situation. Your person will care about not hurting you. And if somebody consistently chooses to hurt you, get the hell out. He don't belong there. That's how Fair. I feel. Fair. Today okay. I was talking, uh, today I, I was talking, I was talking about conflict this afternoon, just this afternoon. And the best way to explain it is this. In a situation where there's conflict, it's one of, one of two things. It's either there's no, there's no clear understanding. So it's either that you're not communicating mm-hmm. clearly with each other or you're communicating clearly and the person is disagreeing. Yeah, so it's one of two things. It's either they see the picture fully and they still disagree or they don't see the picture fully. Now, in a situation where they don't see the picture, obviously, you have to now explain. But if the person can see the picture clearly and and they still disagree, mm -hmm. it it is up to the both of you to decide whether it's a non-negotiable. And if it's a non-negotiable, I guess that's where you call it quits. Interesting. That's interesting. So what are your non... My non-negotiable deal breakers. Um, well, I'm I'm very big on respect. Mm. Um, I'm very very big on respect. I think that I think that like everyone in life, you should respect everyone in life, literally. So, what would be the reason for you to be disrespectful to someone that you care about or you mm. love? 
So I'm very big on respect. Um, and obviously, respect translates into a lot of things. It translates into how you treat this person, how do you, mm. whether they're priority in situations, whether you show up for them and stuff like that. Um, but for relationships, my non-negotiables, <laughs> my mm. non-negotiables are very simple. Communication is a non-negotiable for me. Mm. Like you have to be willing to talk about it. No matter how big the problem is, if you're not willing to talk about it, then what are we doing here? So communication is a non-negotiable for me. Um, Obviously, respect, like I said before, and um, um, fidelity. Mm -hmm. So non-negotiable for me, like... Are those easy to find in Lagos? Those traits that you just... Oh, why do you think I've been single for four thinking, years? Like, <laughs> they're not very many. They're not very why, many. It's like the opposite why, of sir? everything you just said. Do you said. think I've been single for four years? It makes, it it makes a lot of sense now, it doesn't it? Sense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, any comments from the audience? Anybody? Anything? To say Non-negotiables. Boy, okay, we have one. We have Feel two, actually. Feel free to just shout we have and two, ask actually. for a mic at any yeah. time. Two. Okay. Please um, turn the mic on. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi. What's your name, please? Um, my name is Folari. Hi, Folari. So, um, I think what everyone's non-negotiable should be is actually kindness. Is what? Because kindness. 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 Yeah, because if you're with a kind person, no matter the conflict you guys have, you would always want to respect the person's feelings. And mm. I feel like it's normal for everyone to have conflicts because we are all like brought up in different environments, different scenarios with yeah. different values. So if I like some features about you, you like some features about me, we should be able to reach this middle ground where, okay, this is where our values and our, um, what I would say things, is our yeah. clashes and this is our align. I feel like that's like what growth is all about. So if it's going to be a romantic situation, a friendship situation, if a kind person is there, I feel like that's the first thing you would see and yeah. you know connects with the person mm. i agree however okay. i also disagree because i've been i've had <laughs> yeah i've had very kind people who were also terrible people mm. they're they were gr- they were really lovely when they wanted to be like they're super kind they're super like they they she, I have, caring uh, and yes, everything. caring, show up for me if i complain about something i'm talking about a friend now mm. it, like Oh, my water bottle broke. And mm. she shows up at my house with a water bottle. This is a kind person that cares about people, mm. cares about children, is loving, mm. you know, still a terrible person, mm. still lies a lot. Well, your friend's like, name Anna Delvey. <laughs> I think she's the one. I think no. you're one of Anna's so, friends. So, yeah. I mean, kindness is up there. It's really up there. Mm. But at the end of the day, there are some things at the bottom that are also they important. Have to be there yeah. first. Okay. Fair. Good point. Hi. Yeah. Uh, Hello. I, my name, my name is Isaac. Hi, so Isaac. I enjoy. I'm enjoying the conversation so far, but I wanted to mention something, and that is with life, with relationships, with things like soulmates, you can actually outgrow a soulmate. So um, I'm speaking from the question you asked about what happens when you are in a soulmate fight. So speaking from personal experience, from when I was ten, for like thirteen years, I had a soulmates we were best friends at first but eventually we became like soulmates it was more than the friendship but then we got to a stage in life where career started to come in so she was going into medical school i didn't have the time and you can imagine what it is for a doctor like when it comes to things like soulmates and friendships you know kindness effort is also something important because i need someone who is there she needs someone who wants to be there for her and all that Mm. but sometimes it gets to that stage where you realize that you have outgrown someone. And mm. it's not necessarily a bad thing. Because I notice that when people talk about outgrowing, we always look at it like, oh my God, like how can that failure. happen? It's a yeah. failure. But it's just important to note that just like with any kind of relationship, you can actually outgrow a soulmate. But managing that transition is where people usually have issues. So like you said, communication, kindness, but actually managing the transition of outgrowing a soulmate that's just what I wanted to point out. That is something that could also be tricky to do as well. 
It is very tricky. It's very, very tricky. Remember when we started, I know most of you were not here when we started, but this is one of the things that we said at the beginning Mm. where he was asking about, can you have multiple soulmates? Mm. Um, and, 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 And I said that people needed, I felt like people need to update their idea of what a soulmate is because... I believe that you can have multiple soulmates across across your life as mm-hmm. you morph into different versions of who you are. And you're going to click with different people at all those different stages. Now, I think that I think that when it comes to managing transitions, mm. managing <laughs> transitions is very difficult. Very it's difficult. actually very difficult. Mm-hmm. But one of the key things is communication and what he mentioned, kindness. Now, a, a kind person will look at you through the eyes of kindness and see that this person not being there for me does not mean that they hate me. Yes. So yes, it will yes. not necessarily become a fight. Like it will be a thing, thing of, mm. why is this happening? Like understanding. And I understand. When, mm. when given the chance to explain, it becomes an I understand as opposed to you're not there for me and fuck off. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So, so yeah, managing the transition, it comes, the, the two things I think that are important are kindness and communication. Being able to like look at this person and understand that this person, like they don't hate me. Mm. It's just a stage in their life where things don't click anymore. And if they don't click painful. anymore, if Fina give them a high five. <laughs> no, but that stage is, is really painful. And I'm pretend because even now, I've, I've gone through it many times. Because as you get older, you drop more and more people. Yes. And you always think of, oh, I've known this person for like 20 years. It's impossible for me not to need them again. But it's like, you might have reached... And it's it's like... And you do yourself a disservice by trying to hold on to them. Agreed. As I've realized the hard way. Because it's kind of like you have to leave them to fly. Yeah. That's great. Okay, guys. So, do we have any other comments so that we can round up? I think we've we've been here for... Oh, yes. So we'll take some more comments and then we'll round up. Can we do like two and then... Two more, Abby. Yeah, and then we're done. Hey. Can you... My name is Winston. Hi, Winston. Hello, Winston. So first, I wanted to piggyback off what Polari said about kindness. Yeah. And I think kindness is not just in a romantic setting. It's like, for instance, me being the professional third wheeler that I am. (laughs) At a point, I was with two friends at a restaurant. (laughs) And something happens, the waitress does something and the guy starts, like he goes off on her. Mm. And I got very uncomfortable because when I, I don't like confrontation and when it's happening like that and I'm that close. Mm-hmm. And I remember the girl saying, oh no, he's just stressed. It's the way it is. Mm. And she was making excuses for him. But I think a kind person in that setting would be more understanding that, okay, this waitress is probably tired. Her shift has been long or something. Mm. So that's one. Then two, I also wanted to ask, when it comes to a soulmate, since growth is like a natural part of human life, how do you grow together but not grow apart? Because the you that you are and the me that I am, in five years, we're going to be different. Yeah. But how do we make that still compatible? Oh, my. Yeah, that's a great question. So let, let, me, let me... Is it possible? Yes, it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Um... I told you I've been friends with um, mm. I've been friends with we've been friends for twelve years, probably more. Yeah, but like ten, between mm. ten and twelve years. Yeah, um, and we've changed we changed very very drastically. At the start, I said people need to get comfortable with change. You need to be comfortable with changing your mind about things. And one of the things that happens is that we spend time with each other. What spending time with someone does is that it updates you on the things that they like. It updates you on the things that they care about. It updates you on the things that they have shed as they've grown. And that's, that's the meeting point. When you spend more, when you, when you service your friendships, you take time out to listen to your friends. You take time out to hang out with your friends, do normal things with your friends. And not just call your friends when there's a party or call Mm. your friends when it's a social setting. Like actually spend quality time with your friends. You begin, you get updated on who they are becoming and, and, and you, you begin to see the changes. Like it's the changes are not always glaring. They're small things, but those small things pile up 
over the years and, and you, both of you see when you've already crossed the line that oh we've changed a lot mm. that's how that's how you keep up with the changes of of any relationship for that matter it's Fair. just important to service your relationships to sit down and not not talk about problems mm. in nigeria not talk about mm -hmm. problems that at work possible? and just and just and just be human beings and just talk about things I don't know how to explain what things are. I, I mean... Life. About, okay, for example, Life. talking about regular stuff happening on the news mm. will update you on the mindset of, of the person that you're talking to. The person may have a completely different or opposing view from you. And you just be like, how on earth... Are we friends? Did, yes. Did I manage to be your friend for this long? There are some people that are like that. You run into them after five years and you're like, Jesus, holy Christ. Yeah. How time. did I do this? Like, mm. no. So it, it's just the time you spend that's important. Um, giving into your friendships and allowing your friends love on you and allowing your friends just, 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 I don't know, expressing, okay. I guess. Great. Yeah. That's a great answer. And <laughs> I have nothing to add. <laughs> so we'll take the last question and then we are done. And we'll round up. Oh, I think she. You wanted to ask a question. Well, there's more. More the Maria. Okay, more. no, just her, not Maria more. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Her and her. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank so, you. Um, and the issue of change. I just remembered a song by Ben Platt. It's called. Grow Do you want to and... perform it for us? <laughs> no, okay. no I, I don't know. But the the lyrics is you can change right next to me. Yes. Right? Mm. I'm going to give you like the... Um, I'm going space to afford room. you the space to change right next to me. And I think that that's like the most beautiful love song I've ever heard. Because literally, I've seen people who are like, they saw you. This is who they saw. And the... The only reason why they will continue being with you is if you remain in that state. Mm. And someone Can like you me... West. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Shots. <laughs> Emmanuel. And someone like me that my life is basically, um, I'm a river. I flow, right? Same here, dear. I am constantly <laughs> changing. I'm constantly curious. I'm going through a path. Mm. That is so difficult. Like, I'm questioning everything right up to my religion. Mm. Yeah. And how dare somebody stays with you when you're even questioning your religion. Mm. Yeah. You get? So I think that if someone can afford you the, the like, can afford you chance to change, that person really, really loves you. Chance to change. I love that. I love it. That's yes, great. Yes, and become you. Then I wanted to say on the issue of soulmates, I don't know if you have soulmates. So I don't, I don't think I believe in it again because... <laughs> Over the course of my life, I've loved so many people. So I wonder, it's really possible to love several people yes. at the same time. Yes. yes. So how do you call somebody your soulmate? You can have more than one. You can have multiple soulmates mm -hmm. at, at different part, points in your life. And they're all still soulmates of yours. Okay, and do you know what's crazy? A lot of times, with people that you, that you have that much affinity for, um, even if you connect reconnect later in life it's like you, nothing ever you will mm. you will find that you still have so many similarities and so many points of connection that it would not be strange oh. that's how i feel that's how i feel because that's my experience mm -hmm. all right so this is called podcast station i was wondering if you guys want to make this a podcast so you can listen later on. oh so <laughs> Emmanuel, you want to make another yourself. one? You want to create? Well, so actually have a wait, podcast. I, no, no, no. Hang oh, on. I want to create another one. Okay. Hang on. I want to say something. Okay. Let me say something. I've been on two. I've been on two live podcast recording yes. sessions with Emmanuel. Mm -hmm. Emmanuel and Mikey have a podcast called the Class Prefects Podcast. They have. Yeah, it's yeah. a great podcast. Um, however, mm -hmm. I think that we're going to kick Mikey off. Because for the last two live <laughs> sessions, he's been absent mm -hmm. and... I hope he's, he's watching on the thing. Your job is on the line. Mikey, we, we have a conversation. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I think that we should do, Emmanuel mm -hmm. and I, because we have so many... We have conversations. So many, yeah, we have so many mm -hmm. conversations. Emmanuel is one of my... It's one of my newer and truer friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we have so many conversations and... Um, 
I don't know that it should be a podcast, but I feel like we should sit down and have conversations sometimes. Mm. I just put it out as content as opposed to a podcast because I cannot commit. <laughs> well, we try. We'll have events like this and record it. And yes, put that would it be out. nice. I, I would do that sense. with you, yes. Okay. Well, see, new business venture is the thing coming, <laughs> but yeah. Thank you, guys. We have we had one more comment, or are we done? Yes. This is the last one. Yes, please, please give, one her, more. Don't give worry. her the mic for her. Sorry for starting a bit late, but the traffic is, you know, traffic. The traffic was trafficking. Traffic is trafficking. My question basically is, when you find out that you and a friend are... No, no, see, when your friend is going in a different direction, like what she mentioned about... Um, being safe, like a safe place to change or a safe place to grow, how do you accommodate that growth without sacrificing your own space? Yes. Abby? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's I think that's why growing apart sort of comes. It's a real thing, growing apart. Like you don't want to grow apart, and it's you well. Don't want to grow if your if your values don't align anymore, anymore, mm. then there's no option. You will grow apart. However. There's a way to men- maintain friendships with people mm-hmm. who have opposing views or like different paths. I mean, depending on what the views are. Shall yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> There's a way to maintain those friendships where you're not as close as you were before, but you still give yourself the opportunity to to meet, catch up, and have and have sort of like a relationship outside of what you used to have before. You just have a different version of a friendship. It won't be the same. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's true. I think I think like I said, if you forcefully try to hold on to you something, just, it, the friction will like, be the friction will be bad. Yeah, it will be dangerous for you. All right. On that note, we're going to round up. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you listening. so much. And participating. And participating. Thank you. So that was Thank a you. much appreciated. Thank you very much. Um, you can listen to my podcast, The Class Prefects, everywhere. And Debbie has like her jewelry line. <laughs> She's on Instagram. Encouraging everybody to vote. And yes, your I will talk about that. Let me talk I, about it, that before It was very go. hard for me not to talk about Nigeria for the past hour. I, I didn't on. want to talk about it. Mm. But I'm going to say this because I'm a huge advocate for young people becoming more involved in the electoral process and the things that are happening in Nigeria because whether we like it or not, it will affect our lives yep. and it is affecting our lives already. Mm-hmm. So... I think that the first step, everybody always says your votes don't count, your this don't happen, your this don't happen. But at least take the first step. And then when we get to the next step, we'll solve that problem as we go along. Mm. Everybody, if you don't have your PVC, I am asking, pleading, begging. (laughs) Please go. It's very easy to get now. You don't have to do too much work. Go to the INEC website, www.inecnigeria.crv. I, I have memorized I know, it I somehow. www.inecnigeria.crv It's very easy. You go in, you create a profile, you fill in all the information in the comfort of your home, your car, your bed, under the, the table, even in a pool, wherever you are. You do it at your convenience. Mm. You fill in everything. And then at the end, it's going to give you the option to select... To, to create um, sort of like to, to, to set an appointment, basically. When you go for your appointment to capture, it does not take more than 15 minutes. I promise you this. I did it. That's why I'm saying it. So <laughs> I'm saying it. It took me 20 minutes max to get in, sit down, go through the process, capture my biometrics. Or they'll t- Ladies, please wear clothes, shoulder, because they told me to cover scarf. I was wearing spaghetti. Welcome to Nigeria. But yeah, that's it. that's it. It takes about 20 minutes. You get it. They give you a slip and you leave with that slip. They have your mobile number and your email address. And so you will be notified when the PVC is ready on via email or via text message. Mm-hmm. And then you can go and pick it up. It's very simple. I'm asking, pleading, and begging on behalf of myself, everyone in my company at Task, everyone in my family, the Romeos, everyone okay. that I'm going to give birth to, I'm asking, Uh-oh. pleading, and begging that young okay. people 
even if we don't care that much, let's just mm. pretend like we care and get the PVC and take the first step. And then after that, we can worry about it. Thank you for listening to my whoop, my whoop. small I my INEC rant. I think you should run for office. I cannot. We'll for you. I can't we'll run for office. For you. I think you I'm should. not a serious person. Okay, but guys, thank you for coming. Um, if you want to record reactions with the people with the phone cameras there, please, you can stop by. Just tell them that you enjoyed the show, please. We so would that love that. We would love it. We'll be happy. Um, but thank you thank for coming. You. Uh, if you want to take pictures, oh yeah, my or anything, social media handle. My fine. social media handle. Debbie Romeo. It's Debbie Romeo. D e b b i e. Double yeah, double b i e. And Romeo spelled as Romeo, and it's actually my surname. Yes. Yes. Debbie Romeo. Um. Yeah. Yes. And his I, um, his handle is Ima underscore Anosike. It's I M M A underscore Anosike. A N O S I. K-E. Very long, yes. I got Great. it. You got it right. That's me. Yes, and class prefix on Instagram everywhere as well. Yeah. So on that note, we have come to the end, right? We usually say that like what we're watching. So do you want to quickly say like, to are, do the are you we're watching, watching or listening to anything interesting I'm, that you want to share? Well, I mean, what am I watching? I watched the Kanye. I watched the Kanye documentary. Okay, so next, um, actually, <laughs> what, so we don't mention that man on this show. Please. That's Thank fair. That's much. fair. But okay. I also, okay. I'm obviously Euphoria. Uh, I, let's not discuss it, okay? okay? Yeah. Yes. It's, a, it's an inspiring story. That's what I'll say. It's Good inspiring. It's, in, it's very inspirational. Okay. Um, yes, you, you said Euphoria, which is a huge hit. Yes, I've just, I've just started. Okay, season um, one? Yes. Oh, cool. I've just started. I'm a hoarder. Right? I like to hoard shows and then watch mm. a lot of things at the okay. same time. And then, what have I watched recently? I forget. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not. Because you watch a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm not great with that. So okay, for for me, I'm just going to say Peacemaker has been a great show. I've what? been watching that. Where? It's an HBO Max show. I'll watch it. So HBO Max, which is not available in Nigeria, Whoops. will find a way to watch it, Shah. Yeah. Peacemaker is a really good show. It's like it's like Suicide Squad. If you like that kind I of like, like that. thing, you will I'll enjoy it. That. And that's it. I watch like seventy things, and we don't have time. <laughs> so highlight one and that's it guys see you thank next you year. so very much listen to our show and buy banana bread everyone if you like that kind of guys thing if you don't me. mind please Goodbye. pull up so we can take a picture together okay we would love that as well